God is good. <sighs> Justin, if you can keep on playing. I feel like tonight I have literally, my hands are sweating. I have something in my belly that is just, the last time I felt this, that God gave me a word, the last time I felt this, when I was 18 years old, just got saved, came to know the Lord, the first message I preached, it was in India, Sri Lanka, India, the first message I preached, I felt this, that God gave me a message. When I was in India, and when I, this feeling that I have right now, I know that God's gonna, I'm preaching about valleys tonight. There's some of you in here, maybe you came out of the valley already. Maybe you're in one, maybe you're going into one right now. The message I preached when I was in India, it was about Nicodemus being born again. And this is, I'm feeling an amazing anointing of God because I know sometimes I'm nervous to, to say that, like, I don't want to be, I want to be directed from God. That everything I say, that when I get a word from, when I get a chance to preach, I want to know that this word is from God. It's not from me. And this whole week, the whole month, preparing for this sermon. And I was going back and forth, back and forth. And it was a story that I had. It was a story of Job. You know, Job been through a lot. But as I go through the whole week, I was speaking to my wife. Thank God for, for your wives. Listen, husband, thank God for your wives. Because if it wasn't for your wife... We don't know where we're at right now. They keep everything in order. So when I was speaking to my wife, and I was like battling, I was like, what? The? I still didn't feel the message that I was going to be preaching about Job. Because Job, if you know the story of Job, Job went through a valley. He went to the crazy valley. But I was like, then, then my wife goes, what about the word that God gave me for our whole family last year? So God gave my wife a word, and I'm preaching that word tonight. I was so excited when she shared it to me. I'm like, that's right. Listen, 2019 was like a doozy for our family. It was like, man, it was valley after valley after valley. But tonight, listen, tonight, he's not just God of the hills. He's the God of your valley. Some of people, they just know, oh yeah, the mountaintop is great. He's God of the hill. Everything is good. But when valley comes, all of a sudden, we're like, I don't know, God. Why are you putting me to do this? Why are you putting me in a valley? I don't feel like I'm, I'm ready for a valley yet. But God said tonight, to you that he is a God of your valley. Everybody say, he's a God of my valley. So tonight, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring a word. Oh, man, I'm so excited.
I am so, so excited. But first of all, I want to thank God for this opportunity. I want to thank Pastor Frank, Pastor West, and our whole Sacred Exchange Church for allowing me to, to speak to you. And I'm so excited about this word. So the word that God gave my wife for our whole family since 2019, I'm telling you, God had been so good. Listen, if, if you have been to a valley and you came out of one, you're saying to yourself, man, give me more valleys. Guess what? I'm facing it. I don't care what, how big the valley is. My God is bigger than any valley. So tonight, listen, tonight, I'm bringing the word from book 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 1 to 20. So I'm going to read it to you. It says, chapter 7, it says, don't you guys like my new Bible? Man, my, the last time I, I was talking up here, it was like my Bible's all beat up. But my wife got me a present for Christmas. You know, a brand new Bible. It took five weeks to get here, but it got here. Right, babe? So it says, chapter 7, verse 1. It says, but Elijah, hear the word of the Lord. Thus said the Lord, tomorrow about this time of Seir, a fine flower shall be sold for a shackle, and Susia are barely for a shackle. And the gate in the gate of Samaria. Then a captain who has the king lean said to the man of God, If the Lord himself make a window in heaven, could this be? But he said, Listen what Elijah said, but but he said, you shall see it with your own eyes, but you, but you shall not eat it. Verse 3, it says, now there were, everybody say four lepers. Now there were four lepers. Now there were four men who were lepers at the entrance of the gate. And they say, and they say to one another, why are we sitting here until we died? Verse 4. If we say, let's enter the city, the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. And if we sit here, we'll die also. So come, let us go up to the camp of the Syrians. If they spare our life, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall but die. Verse 5, it says, so they arose. Everybody say, they arose. At twilight to go to the camp of Syrians. But when they came to the edge of the camp of Syrians, behold, there was no one there. Verse 6. This was the verse that God gave our family. And this is, maybe this is for you tonight. It says, for the Lord had made the army of Syrian hear the sound of chariot and horse. The sound of a great army. So they said to one another, Behold, the king of Israel has, hi has hired against us the king of Hittites, the king of Egypt, to come against us. And it says, verse 7, So they fleed, so they fleed away in the twilight and abandoned their tent, their horses, their donkeys, leaving the camp as there was, as they fleed for their lives. 
And when there were lepers came to the edge of the camp, they went into the tent and ate and drank and carried off silver, gold and clothes and went and hid them. Then they came back and entered another tent and carried off things from and went and hid them. Then they say to one another, we are we are not doing right. This is the day. This is a day of good news. If we are silent and wait until the morning, like punish will come and overtake us. Now, therefore, come, let us go and tell the king in the household. I'm going to stop there. I was just going to give you a little background on what's going on over here. So the king, the, the Samaria city was all around the city was all the enemy was surrounding the city. Samaria, uh, Syria, I'm sorry. Syria was surrounding the whole city. They could not get out of the city. If they get out of the city, they would get destroyed. So, but there was a famine in the city. Inside the city, they were facing the famine. And the king of Israel, Syria, uh, Samaria, king of Israel called for a man named Elijah. Elijah was a prophet. So Elijah came and prophesied what just happened about what's going to happen in 24 hours. But at the gate, there were four lepers sitting there. There were four lepers sitting at the gate, hearing what's going on. This lepers heard, they didn't say, but this leper heard what Elijah was talking about. So they say to themselves, they said, why are we sitting here? If we sit here, we're going to die. If we go in the city, there's a famine in the city. We're going to die there too. So guess what? Might as well take us our chances to the Syrians to the enemy that's outside. If we go outside to the enemy, even if they killed us, but we're going to go. Those four leper, they were facing their own valleys. They were facing their own valley. Those four lepers were the outcasts. Nobody want them in a city. Nobody want these lepers in the city. They were the outcasts. But they said to themselves, they were like, why are we sitting here? Why are we standing here? Why are we sitting here? Let's go. Let's go. See, mountaintops in our lives... Mountaintops in our lives is we thought in our own mind. Some people make it mountaintops like having a nice house. Everything is good. Having a nice car. I have a lot of money. But guess what? That's not a mountaintop. Yeah, it's great. That's not a mountaintop. Mountaintop, we see the mountaintop the true meaning, I'm sorry, the true meaning of a mountaintop is where we meet God. 
where we hear the wayma word of God. It's where we can see the promised land. It's a place where we feel God's presence. That's a mountaintop. It's where we feel God's presence. It's a place where we hear God's voice. I want to be on that mountaintop. I will take that mountaintop any day. I'd rather take the mountaintop with God than taking the mountaintop without God. In a, in a mountaintop is where we come to meet God. But the valley is where God come and meet us. See, valleys, mountaintop, everybody wants a top, mountaintop every day. Everybody wants to have a great life. We all want to be on the top. Nobody wants valleys. <laughs> I don't know about you, but sometimes people don't want valleys in their lives. But guess what? It happens. It's part of life. Sometimes there'll be valleys that God leads you in the valley. That there'll be a valley that it just come out of the blue, hits you out of nowhere. Valleys, Christian experience both mountaintop and valleys. Valleys are very different than a mountaintop. Valley is where life becomes challenging. Valley is a place in life where struggle, we struggle every single day. With fears, our hopes, painful circumstances. Each one of us going through the valley experience in our lives. In fact, in fact, these valley experience are part of life. Valley is not, valley is the only, listen to me, valley is the only route to your own personal promised land. Valley is the only route to your own promised land. We have to face the valley. We have to. There's so many valleys that comes in our lives that's unexpected. All of a sudden, 2019, as I say, as my, God gave my wife the word, it was one thing after another. Boom! Our house went down. Boom! Like everything was going wrong. Like as soon as we come up to the tip of the mountaintop, we're about all of a sudden, another valley. Another valley. It just hit us from so different direction. It says valley sometimes. See, when we go through a valley, we must always keep in mind that God will make a way. He always does. Every single time when you're going through a valley, guess what? There's a way out. Because God always make a way for you in that valley. Valley is like a gym. Valley is like a gym of the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, if you're going through a valley, I'm not talking about lifting weights. Valley is where you come and you stand. With, I'm sorry. 
Valley is where you come, and you, which bring me to my, my first point tonight. It says, what to do in the valley. Some of us have no idea. All of a sudden, a valley hit us and goes, what are we going to do now? Our, our car just died. What are we going to do? We have no money in the bank. Sometimes we have no idea what to do in the valley. But he says, this is what to do in the valley. And the four leper, he says, those leper stood up. They stand. Sometimes in the valley, you have to stand still and hold on to the promise of God. Sometimes you have to stand. No, how, I don't care how you're going to stand, but you have to stand still and holding to that promise that God has given you. If God said, you know what, I'm going to do this for you. Guess what? He is going to come through. Maybe you're going to have to go through so many valleys to get it through, but he will get you through that. These four lepers, they look at each other and be like, guess what? If we sit here, we're going to die here. There's sometimes that people in our lives, we're going to say when a valley comes, he goes, you know what? I'm just going to sit here. Not going to do nothing. We're going to see where it goes. But these four lepers says, you know what? If we sit here, we're going to die. They know that there's a famine. If we go there, if we go in the city, there's a famine. We're going to die there. Guess what? Let's take our chances. Let's go out to the enemy. Before they even say, let's go out to the enemy, God already made a way. They didn't even know. Sometimes in our valley, God already made a way. We didn't even realize that. He said that the, there's a city was surrounded by the enemy, the Syrians. He says, and then at night, the Syrians heard chariots, horses. God made, them, there was nothing there. God made them hear it. He said they heard it and the Syrians took off. They just left everything. Donkey, horses, chariot, gold, everything. Guess what? In your valley, whatever you do, listen, you need to stand. You need to stand. I don't care how you stand, limping or one leg or, or you had to stand. You had to stand in God's word. You had to stand. Because if you sit down, after sitting down, guess what happened from sitting down? You're going to sleep. Because you feel comfortable there. You're going to end up falling asleep. The other thing that what to do in the valley, you have to speak over your valley. Listen, you have to speak. You cannot just stand. You have to speak. Listen, there's so many times in 2019, I had to speak. I had to speak in my valley. Guess what? I was like, you know what, God? You promised me. Right? You promised me, God. I, I literally said, I was like, God, you promised me that you're going to take care of me and my family. You have to speak over your valley. Listen to me. Whatever valley, I don't care what it is. Whatever circumstance that you're going through, guess what? You have to speak over it. I'm one of those people. Listen, if you talk to my wife, I'm one of those people that's so stubborn. I don't even get sick. I tell myself I don't get sick. 
when I feel like a little tiny headache or a little tiny, I'm like, you know what, God? You said that lay of hands right now be healed in Jesus' name. You have to speak over your valley. Those lepers said to each other, they look at each other and be like, hey, what are we doing here? We got to go. We're not sitting here. If we sit here, we die. So they they say to each other, you know what? Let's go. We're going to go. If we go to the Syrian and the Syrian are killed, so be it. But we have to do something. We have to do something. So they got up. It says, in the, it says they got up and they left. And it says, well, it said, before they even get to the edge of the camp, they didn't hear no, nobody. When they came there, there was nobody. There was nobody in the camp. Because the Syrian dot. Um, Samaria and Israel came together and hired a bunch of armies and they're going to come against them. So God made them hear that sound and they left. They said they took off. They abandoned everything. Excuse me. What to do in the valley, you have to stand. The other thing you got to do in the valley, you have to speak. The other thing, the most important one of the most important thing that you have to do in the valley, when you're in the valley, you have to pray. You have to pray and worship. You have to pray and worship that every single situation, you have to pray and worship. In the valley, sometimes when you're in the valley, you're like, man, what's the point of praying? What's the point of doing it? What's the point of talking to God? I'm in the valley for so long. Some people are in the valley for so long, they just felt comfortable there. They were like, you know what, this is going to happen, so might as well just sit here. But God said, you have to stand, you have to speak over your valley. You have to pray. There's a few testimonies with, with this whole thing from last year. I'm so glad. You know what? Even though 2019 is over, but I'm so glad that there were so many valleys that happened in 2019. Because I have seen, listen, I have seen God work. I literally seen God work. Listen, there'll be a, you have a valley in your life, guess what? You're going to see God work. There was so many, one of the, one of the things that happened in 2019, um, first of all, before, before this, I tell you this, the reason why we got this word from my, um, tonight from God to my wife, it was, my wife was, we didn't have, we were out of our house, we're in a hotel in Coventry. My daughter's school is in North Providence. We have one car. My wife, if my wife were here, she would throw something at me right now. But my wife, listen, she's a brave woman. But my wife, let's just say there was fear of driving far. She don't like highways. She don't like nothing. She's afraid to drive far. Right? So that we're staying in the hotel and we're trying to figure out. I was out of work at the time because I was injured. And we're trying to figure out how we're going to, like, if I go back to work, if I go back to work, how are we going to do this? Because I go to work with one car. How are we going to drop off Liliana? In school. So guess what? My wife, I thank God. And I thank God for women of this church. Because we have women of prayer in this church. 
And that's why a lot of things has been happening because we have women that come and meet every single week here to pray. And my wife, and I'm telling you, when my wife prays, oh my goodness, you better watch out. So my wife, we, my wife, we prayed, and we're like, God, we, we don't have no money. We can't get another car. Nothing. How are we going to fix this? Guess what? I got a thing from work. My paycheck came through. It was more than enough. We're like, you know what? We're going to put a, a thing down for a car. Right? So we bought a car. So we bought a car, and it was just all timing. God has orchestrated everything. It was timing. And guess what? Our license plate, this is how my wife is like. Sometimes Our license plate says KK706. KK706. All of a sudden, my wife goes, you know what? 2 Kings verse, chapter 7, verse 6. So she went and looked it up. She went and looked it up, 2 Kings, 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 6. And he says in verse 6 that they, the enemy heard, heard the noise. And they fled and left everything. God has more than enough in your valley. Listen, you, you may be going through a valley right now, but I'm telling you the good news. God will make a way. God will make a way. You're going to come out that valley and be like, who's messing with me now? Give me more valleys, God. I'm telling you, when you're coming out of that valley, you're going to be, God's already like, like chasing you out, as Pastor Frank was saying, with those rocks, you've got to rub them again, right? You're going to come out of that valley strong. you got to pray. The other thing that happened to our, listen, I know I'm talking a lot about, but I'm telling you what God has been doing, you know? The other thing with the house that happened, it happened with the, like, all of a sudden, everything's done, and we got a bill from a construction place saying, we owe them $6,700. I'm, I'm upstairs, right? My wife's, my, whew. so I'm upstairs laying on the bed, and I'm just praying. I'm just, like, talking to God. All of a sudden, I see my, I hear coming up the stairs, came up the stairs. She goes, she, she looks at me and goes, you know when David prayed for his enemy to die? I'm like, that's very harsh, Adrian. <laughs> she, um, she said, you know when David literally prayed that his enemy would die? Well, I prayed that. I'm like, Adrian, 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 relax. She goes, and she just started bawling. She said, they just sent out the bill. How are we going to pay this? I'm like, let's pray. I was like, let's pray. This is exactly what my prayer was. Didn't go out in the crazy prayer. I said, God, whatever is crooked, make it straight. I give it to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That was it. That was my prayer. And I look at my wife and say, now you have to leave it in God's hand. You're going to see what God's going to do. Two hours later, she's washing the dishes. She's crying on the phone. And, my, and, my, and Liliana said to my daughter, Liliana said, Said to my wife, he says, Mommy, remember that song? Even when you see it's not working. He, what was the song? Even, even when I see you, you're not working. How, what's the word again? Even when I don't see you, it's working. You keep working, right? So Liliana said that. 
Two hours later, not even two hours later, she's crying on the phone. I'm upstairs again, and she came up. She goes, guess what? The guy from the insurance just emailed me. He says, don't worry about that bill. It's already been taken care of. You don't have to worry about that. Don't even worry about it. I'm telling you tonight. When you're in the valley and what you need to do in the valley, you have to stand. Stand in that promises that God has given you. Whatever, whatever it is, whatever promise that God has given you. Maybe it was 2015. I don't know. Maybe it was 2008. And you have not seen that promise. Guess what? Stand firm. This is stand firm in it. Stand firm and keep on speaking. Say, God, it will come to pass. I know it will come to pass. Because you said it. Guess what? It will happen. My next point says, do not take residency in the valley. Don't stay in the valley. Valley is temporary. Listen to me. Valley is just a temporary place. David said, even though I walk through, it's only, it's, you're not staying there. You're walking through. It's just a temporary place. Do not take residency in the valley. Don't stay there. Because it's not, it's not meant, God meant not meant for you to stay in a valley. God says, you know what? I'm going to bring you this way, build you up, right? It's almost like, you ever watched that movie, Captain America? Right? The Captain America with the, the, the little soldier and they put him in that machine and he came out built, right? That's how you are. God is bringing you to the valley. You're walking like this in the valley. When you're coming through the valley, you're like, you know what? <laughs> Guess what? Nobody's messing with me now, right? God's going to make you even stronger. But you have to stand. Don't take residency there. Don't live there. Listen, some of, there's some people, when valley comes, guess what? They, they already built a house. They were like, I'm staying here. Give me the two by four. I'm building my house and I'm staying in the valley because valley is just a part. It's going to keep on coming. So might as well take residency in the valley. Those four lepers, they didn't stay in their valley. Even though they, they were going through their own valley in their life. Feeling abandoned from everybody. Outcast. But they didn't stay there. They didn't stay. They were, like, they were like, you know what? We're not staying here. We're going. No, You know what? We're going. We're not taking residency in the valley. See, some people have been down so long getting up. It's not even an option. It's not even an option. They just stay there. You know what, God? This is going to happen again. I know it's going to happen again. So might as well stay here and wait for it. But God is telling you, you know what? You're not meant to stay there. You're only there for temporary. You're temporary staying there. Don't live there. Move forward. Move on. Move on. Some people are in the valley for so long they decided to stay there. We give up. Some people just stop praying. Some people, when they're in the valley for so long, they just, what's the point of prayer, Brother Raj? Every time I pray, there's another valley coming through. Every single time I worship, guess what? There's another valley. 
You're not meant to be staying in the valley. Valley is a part of life, but we're not meant to stay there. It's temporary. We're just going through it, as David said. Even I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I feel no evil. For thou art with me. He's with us through that valley. He's with us through that valley. It's almost, in, in the valley, it's almost like, be like the, 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 um, the three Hebrew boys. Meshach, Meshach, Shadrach, I always mess up their name. Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. I, am I saying Abednego right? Yeah. Right? Guess what? King Nebuchadnezzar ready to throw them in the fire. Because they refuse. They refuse to bow down to his, to his God. Refuse. There will be a point of time that you will be tested in those valleys. But you, listen, they refuse. They say, we're not bowing down. Our mighty God, we serve a mighty God. The king, king never can, you know what? You're not serving, guess what? Throw them in the fire. And when they're in that fire, guess what? The king saw not just three, four. See, when the king looked inside, he said, he didn't see three, just three. He saw four. And guess what? In those valleys, you're not just, people, when you're in that valley, you're not by yourself. You're not by yourself in that valley. You're with the God that owns every single little thing in this planet. You're with the God that's bigger than any other God. You're with the God of the creator that created heavens and earth. In that valley that you're in, you're with that God. He said the king saw there was four. I thought we only throw three. Why is this four? Is there God? That's your God. That's my God. So no matter what valley you're facing... Do not take, listen, say it to me. Do not take residency in the valley. I'm not staying in the valley. Valleys are temporary. Valleys are temporary. So, which bring me to my last point, right? My last point is this. Tell somebody about the victory, your victory in the valley. Tell somebody about the victory in the valley. He said the leper, the four leper went, right? They enjoyed gold, silver, and they were looking at each other and were like, let's go hide this, let's go hide them. And they were like, they look at each other and be like, you know, we're not doing the right thing. They said to themselves, today is a day of good news. Samaria, the Samarians are still sleeping. They didn't even know that the miracles are already happening. They were starving. They were in the famine. So this, the four lepers say to themselves, let's go back. Let's go back and tell Samaria, guess what? God had provided. Let's go back. So they went back. He said they went back and they told the, the guy that was in the, in the entrance of the gate. They told him and the whole Samaria knew. And that's what? After that, they, even, they didn't believe it when they told him. They said, the guy said, let's send other horses just to check them out because they, the, the Syrians are probably hiding in the bushes. When we come to take over, they're going to come and take over us. They didn't even believe it. So they sent and they came back 
And it was good news. Listen. Tell somebody about your valley. What you went through, if you're coming out of valley, tell somebody about how did you come out that valley? What made you make through that valley? Sometimes in the valley, you have to fight your way out. And I'm not talking about a, a jab, you know? I'm not talking about a fiscal fight. You have to fight. You have to be on your knees. You have to stay in his word. You have to put up, listen, my house, as soon as you enter the house, is always worship music. Constantly worship music. Because 2020, listen, 2019 has passed, right? 2020, guess what? I'm almost like telling, because you know why? Tell somebody about your valley. Because my kids, now, I told them, like, we, anything that happened, and when God provided a miracle, we gathered together. We like, come here. Remember when we did this? Remember when we prayed for this? We told our kids, and they were like, oh, yeah, we pray for it. And I, we wanted them to see where God has provided in their lives. Amen. Listen, sometimes you had to tell your kids. And when your kids grows up, and that valley, that same valley, when they grow up, and they, that valley came through them, and they'd be like, wait, my mom and my dad, we faced through the same valley. And guess what? I'm standing right here. I'm not going anywhere. I'm standing in the promise of God. I'm holding on to him. You know what? No matter what the valley, you know what? Your kid's going to be like, you know what? I'm standing in that promise. I'm standing because that valley that my, my dad and my mom teach me that we went through, guess what? I seen God work. You had to tell somebody about your valley. Don't, don't just hold it for yourself. You have to tell somebody. Everybody say, tell somebody. Tell somebody. That sounds like a rap music. Tell somebody. Right, Pastor West? <laughs> you have to tell somebody about your valley. What time do we usually finish? No, I'm, I'm going to close with this because I want to sing that song and I want us to worship in the valley that you're in. I don't know what valley you're in right now because I know there's always somebody that's going through a valley right now. Maybe financially, relationship, spiritual, whatever valley you're going through. God is going to make a way because that valley is only temporary. It's not going to stay there for long. Don't, don't take residence. Don't stay there in that valley. Move forward. I'm going to close with this. In 1 Kings, right? In 1 Kings um, chapter 20, verses 28, it was a lot like in Kings... If you read through Kings, so many miracles that God has done in Kings, right? 
So in Kings chapter 20, verses 28, he says that when they came to war, the Syrians again came to war against the Israelites. When they fought, the Syrians lost. They went back. They went back, gathered together, and they told their king. They were like telling each other. They were like, guess what? You know the only reason why they win? No, the only reason why the Israel win? Because their God is a God of the hills. The God of the hills. But guess what? We're going to go back the second time. This time, we're not going to fight them on the hills. We're going to fight them in the valley. And we're going to win. So they march. Second time. They came and battled the Israelites. Defeated them. And God says this. I'm letting you know now that I am not just God of the hills, but I am the God of the valley. Don't just put God just God of the hills. He is the God of your valley. As I said before, David said it best. Right? David said it best in Psalm 23. He said, even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will feel no evil. And the most important one, for you are with me. Your rod and thy staff, they come from me. God is with you in your valley. Don't forget that. Whatever valley you're going through tonight. I want to let you know. That he's not just God of the hills. He's a God of your valley. He's a God of your valley. What to do in a valley? You have to stand. You have to speak. You have to pray and worship. Don't take residency in the valley. Guess what? Tell somebody about their victory in the valley. Tell somebody about a victory in your valley. Don't hold it to yourself. Because maybe when you tell somebody about that valley, but the victory that you have in that valley, it's going to help that person come out of their valley. There was one song, this whole month, the whole year, I've been listening to just song about hills and valleys. Because I'm telling you, 2020, I am so excited what God's going to do in 2020 for this church. There's something big coming, and we have to hold on. Because guess what? 2020, God is doing something. God is doing something. God is doing something. He says, one of the words of the song I was listening to, and I know everybody says, on the mountaintop, I will bow my life to the one who sets me there. So when you're on the top, know who sets you there. It says, in the valley, I will lift my eyes. He says, lift your eyes. Lift my eyes. To the one who sees me there. He sees you in the valley. When I'm standing on a mountaintop, 
I didn't get there on my own. You didn't get there on your own on the mountaintop. Excuse me. When I'm walking through the valley, I know that I'm not alone. You're not alone in that valley. You're not alone in that valley. I don't know what valley you have, but I'm telling you tonight that God says, you're not alone in that valley. You're going to come out in that valley. And even whatever valley is going to come, you're going to come out on the top. And I'm going to end with this. If we can sing that song just... I'm going to end with this. Um, My daughter, I I was out writing my notes, right? I was writing my notes and I was doing my study. I didn't even know she wrote something. She wrote, I didn't, she didn't even, listen, she didn't even know that I'm preaching about this. She didn't even know. Sometimes I would just leave, I'll go in my room and I'll just do my study. And my daughter wrote this. He says, it says, when you don't feel when you don't feel he is still working because he loves us and that he will never change. Even when stuff is hard, God is still working. Sometimes things don't work out the way you want them to. But if you're. Sometimes I don't understand the writing. That things are working out for you. And many things will change for you. So remember, even things are working, even when things aren't working for you. Just remember, be thankful for the bad times and the good times. And because some people have really, some people have really worse times than us. So be thankful the day that God has given you. I was so excited when she wrote that. I was like, I never, I didn't even tell her to write it. She just like, he goes, Dad, I want you to share this tonight when you preach. Our most, this is why I love what I do. Our kids' church. We have to tell our children. Listen, I know sometimes we don't want to involve our kids what's going on in the family. But they have to know. Because when you're coming out that valley and when they grow up, they know how to fight. I seen my mom. I seen my dad. I seen my mom on her knees praying when we were in that valley. I see my dad every day reading the word. When we're in that valley, your kids are going to grow up and be like, guess what? Even though valley is going to come through, I know who my God is. I know who I'm holding on to. So tonight, as we worship, as we sing this song, know that he is God of the hills. But he's also God of your valley. So stand, speak, pray and worship. Do not take residency in the valley. Tell somebody about the victory in your valley. Tell somebody about the victory in your valley. In Jesus' name.